Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's time for a national look inside the NFL with a guy who still has KC barbecue running through his veins. I babied a pork butt. He left in 07, but due to a technicality found in his contract, he's back as our NFL insider. I am broken! He brought you the cover three. His one big thing. A whiz wagon, a weather robot, and he loves ribs. He sucked the meat right off the bone. Live from New York City, it's the captain of the mothership. His mother named him Damon, but we call him D.A. It's D.A. of Mad Dog Sports Radio, 610 Sports Radio alum, joins us for uh, the weekly visit. Uh, D.A., I, I started the week a little frustrated. I've, I've, I've since calmed a little bit. Uh, is there anything of this matchup, Chiefs and Bills, that stands out other than they're due and they're playing at home. Because mm, that's the mean, that's the biggest reasons. Like, oh well, they haven't done it yet, so apparently it has to be the Bills' time. And well, this is a home game. I don't know that that's good enough for me. Okay, so you're asking me if there's if there's actual football analysis <laughs> that can support the Bills winning the game. Right, I know wrong right. person maybe, but right. you know, give you know me your I mean? best shot. Is there something? <laughs> yeah. so you're coming to the wrong place for professional. Oh, analysis. sorry, yes. sorry, my bad, so my bad. Three of us so here, probably there, not the right place to wade into for that. Well, there there is a football there's a football way that this goes the Bills way. And number one, it's because they fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, and he unlocked a better part of the offense. And the better part of the offense was making sure that you could also run the football and then, you know, making sure that Josh Allen was encouraged to make big plays, but not encouraged to be reckless. And I think that he's found that, that middle ground. And so I think that the offense has been much, much better since Dorsey was fired. I think what we saw in the, the playoff game against the Steelers was an explosive offense without recklessness. And I do think that home field advantage in Buffalo is significant for them because there's a hurdle to get over past the Chiefs. And I think a little bit of this must be PTSD when you go to Arrowhead in a playoff game, if you're them, of remembering what has happened, including 13 seconds. So I think you can make the case beyond just it's their time that the Bills have an offense that can put up some points and put it up quickly without the crazy turnovers and mistakes that we've seen plague them before. 
You know, DA, we have always been kind of raised as sports fans that athletes are superhuman and they can't do normal human things. And if something normal happens to an athlete that happens to us every day, I don't know how they're supposed to deal with it. What I'm talking about is the weather. There may be no practice this week. And as we know, if you take an athlete out of their routine, there's no way they can recover. They'll tell you about that all the time, right? How much stock do you put in the Bills possibly missing practice and that really upsetting the apple cart, if you will. It's something. It's certainly not everything, but it's something. I mean, if you're the Bills and you've run up against the Chiefs in the postseason before and you've had your heart ripped out and specifically you hang your hat in the 13 seconds game that everybody in Buffalo feels was like their best chance and maybe the window closed after that to actually win a Super Bowl, what you don't want is having to maneuver two-foot snowstorms and you know, not regular scheduling and whatnot. But at the end of the day, I don't think anything about this game will be decided based on practice time. I don't think anything about this game is going to be decided based on what happens on a Tuesday or a Wednesday. I think it really comes down to mentality and execution. And it sounds cliche, but for the Buffalo Bills, I think they can match talent with the Kansas City Chiefs. The injuries, though, on the defense really take a toll on Buffalo. But I think man-to-man they can match it with talent. Mm -hmm. But can they match them with the poise that it takes to make the big play when it matters most against a team that always has made the big play in the last five years? And I don't know if they can, but I do give them a a football shot at doing it because they're just – their strengths that they have, specifically Josh Allen, have been harnessed far better under the new – offensive scheme than the old one. I also feel like DA, and I think Josh would agree, Buffalo's the one under pressure. This is a laissez-faire type oh, of game yeah, for the Chiefs. I mean, they're bad. The, the, the pressure and the puckering yep. for this game, like when you go to a game and you're the team with the most pressure on, sometimes that's not the best. Oh, there's no question. The pressure is so massively squarely put on the Bills. Now, in some ways, I mean, they are playing with house money considering they could have missed the playoffs a month and a half ago, and it wouldn't have been surprising at all. But no question, you get the Chiefs at home, you're on this win streak at the end of the season, and the Chiefs feel vulnerable. And I I know before the year I spoke to Bills media, Bills fans, and like I said, there is this idea that the window had closed, that that the, the chance to win a Super Bowl was already passed. And so now you really do have one. And I think part of it is that people have seen the Chiefs look vulnerable. And so you get them at home. You've soared to the two-seat. Josh is playing mistake-free or mistake-fewer football, um, and you're in front of your home crowd. So absolutely, the, the expectation is, I'm sure, for Bill's fan, like, we've got to get it done this time. This is... has to be the time we do it. I don't know if it ends in the Super Bowl, but in terms of playing the Chiefs at home, if you can't beat them now at home, then when can you beat them in the playoffs? That's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm planning on a Chiefs win, of course. Uh, but does that – does that close their window? Like if they don't get it done at home, like now you got to go, okay, now what's next? No. And I, I say that because we, we could have all said that before the season and look where they stand. It's an AFC where the chiefs took a bit of a step back where we still have to see Lamar and the Ravens do it. The bills came from seven and six or six and six to be in the two seed. You know, it's just, it's, it's, the NFL is too chaotic and you can never say it's over unless everybody is kind of aged out. And you can't say that about this bills team. They haven't aged out. Josh Allen's still in his prime. Plenty of those guys are still in their primes as well. It would feel emotionally like you've hit a roadblock, but I 
if, if they lose this game, I can't say that next year there's no way we're going to see them win the division again. Like, and then you win the division, you have a home playoff game, you kind of roll the dice and see what you have. Talking with DA, a Mad Dog Sports Radio here on 610 Sports Radio. And obviously that's the last game of the weekend. There's many before that. The C.J. Stroud continue this run in, uh, in the AFC playoffs and go into Baltimore and take care of the Ravens? Another team under massive pressure. Isn't it funny that as the one seed, the Ravens drew such a terrible first football game, a first playoff game, because C.J. Stroud is this incredible X factor. And I was just wowed by watching him uh, on Saturday because if you were to build like a quarterback in a lab, you'd go like, well, I need height. Okay, he's got that. I need him to have a big arm. He's definitely got that. I need him to have some touch underneath. He's got that. I need him to be – no ego. He's got that. I need him to not be rattled in big spots, even as a rookie. He's got that. And he distributes the football to everybody. And I'm just like, where's the, where's the negative here? And I didn't see any of this, by the way, coming. I totally thought that Bryce Young should have been the number one pick. So I'm like shocked that we're getting this at a CJ Stroud, but I was making the case on the show yesterday. It's plausible. We go into next year and CJ Stroud is a top five quarterback in the NFL. So if you are the Ravens, your first playoff game as the number one overall seed should be a bit of a breather. It should not be a, a tense nail biter. And I got a feeling the Texans are going to give them all they can handle. I think D'Amico's a very good coach. They got a lot of athletes on both offense and defense. Probably the Ravens are too much, but I wouldn't be surprised if there's a moment in the second quarter or third quarter where we're like, wow, this Texans team is hanging. And if it's a one score game and the Texans get the football back in the fourth quarter, how about this guys? Would you take Lamar Jackson, the MVP, or C.J. Stroud if you needed a game-winning drive? I think I would take C.J. Stroud, which is insane, but I think you would. Well, Lamar has not proven it yet, and I'm a huge Lamar fan. I'm obviously, with my Ohio State Buckeye ties, a huge C.J. Stroud <laughs> fan. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm a D'Amico Ryans fan. Josh knows that from Did day he, one. Was he Ohio State, too? Is D'Amico? That, he, uh, he had ties to Marvin Harrison. Is that no? D'Amico no. or C.J.? Okay. I, mean, I, I don't know. All of, everybody has ties how, to Ohio how, State. How Our blood. Buckeye family is very big. Your blood um, is so it, it is very big. On this. Yeah. But like, like, like Josh mentioned Lamar having the pressure. Like, I love Lamar, but man, until he does it in the playoffs, he's going to be a guy that can't do it in the playoffs. That's what I mean. If I give you the situation fourth quarter on Saturday, your team is down four, two and a half to play. You have two timeouts, the two minute warning, and I'm giving you the football on your own 25 yard line. Would you take CJ Stroud to drive the, the length of the field for a touchdown to Lamar? I would, I would take the CJ Stroud option just because I don't know if Lamar has done that in a spot like this. And I've seen CJ do it all season long, um, which just says so much about him. And I, you know, it's just hard to put into words, like how easy it is all looked for CJ Stroud. All right, here we're sitting. Um, not quite middle of the day yet on Wednesday, Nick Sirianni, uh, Mike McCarthy, either one of those two guys going to have their job by the end of the week. I think McCarthy's done. I don't think Sirianni is. And I wonder if both Dallas and Philadelphia are a little bit paralyzed of firing guys that went to the playoffs and won 12 games for the wish, for the hope of Belichick or Harbaugh, and they don't get those guys, and then you're left with what? In other words, if, if everybody's been pointing Belichick to the, to the Cowboys. Okay, 
that makes sense from a fantasy standpoint, but does Bill want to work for Jerry Jones? My answer would probably be no. So if you can't get Bill Belichick and your Jerry Jones is, and you're, you know, let's just say Dan Quinn's going to the Seahawks anyway, so you're not promoting Dan Quinn. What's your better solution here? Is it Mike Vrabel? Okay, maybe, but is it, does it become an unproven coordinator? You know, you're not going to hire Pete Carroll probably. So, and Harbaugh might be a Raider. He might be a charger. He might, whatever. So like, if you're not going to get those two guys, I think you start getting cold feet of, well, who are we going to get to replace this guy? Now Schefter had an ominous report yesterday when he said, sources have always said that Mike McCarthy will only judge the season on his final game, which means, look, he's got to be gone if that's the case. Yeah. But I, I, I wonder if Howie Roseman goes, as much as Sirianni lost that locker room, no doubt about it, what's my better option if I don't get Harbaugh or Belichick? And if you strike out of those guys, I don't know if there's a slam dunk better option. Even though I'm not a Sirianni guy, I wonder if he gets cold feet because there's a lot of openings. Who do you think gets jobs? Do you think the – because I think there's a Mount Rushmore of coaches available right now. Belichick, Carroll, Vrabel, and obviously Nick Saban's on that Mount Rushmore, but he's not going to go to the NFL. Do you think Belichick, Maybe it's Carroll? Harbaugh. I don't know. I, I, don't, I know you're not a huge Harbaugh fan, but Harbaugh I'm saying guy. in terms of yeah. hotness. Hotness, yeah. 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 But of the three that have lost their jobs, Belichick, Carroll, and Vrabel, do all three of those get jobs, take jobs, or do you think one, two, three of them may be on the outside looking in? I think Belichick definitely gets a job. And he definitely takes a job because he desperately wants that Shula. <laughs> wants a job, yeah. <laughs> I think Harbaugh takes an NFL job if he gets a good NFL job. I, I think he probably is. I think he's negotiating right now with Michigan. That's the report from Yahoo. Yeah. That he has leverage on both sides. That if he doesn't get the job that he wants in the NFL, he can always go back to Ann Arbor. And I think he wants to leave for the NFL but as long as it's the job that he feels comfortable with. So maybe that's the Chargers, maybe that's the Raiders, maybe that's whatever. You, you choose the one that fits the best for him. Um, I think Carroll's probably outside looking in unless the team gets desperate simply because of age. And the team that goes with Belichick already has to swallow a 72-year-old guy. I'm not sure there's two owners that go, uh, I'll take a 72-year-old guy. And then there's Rabel as well. I mean, if you lined up Rabel next to Carroll, I know that Carroll went to a Super Bowl and or went to two and won one, and Rabel didn't. But if you were to say, okay, you're going to get Pete Carroll for three years or Mike Rabel for eight, you might just opt for Mike Rabel. So I know that Rabel can be hard around the edges sometimes, but my guess is that Carroll has to sit out a cycle, and that's going to really hurt him because next time around he's going to be 73. But, I mean, it, it takes a bit of a leap of faith to hire a 72-year-old coach when you know you probably only got him for three years. All right. Before we let you get out of here, is there any possibility that we see a sneak firing of Brian Dayball? Well, I don't think so unless it's Belichick, unless the Maras want to bring Belichick back and complete the circle, and I think Belichick would love something like that. I don't think they're going to do it um, because it sounds like the Wink Martindale reports are, are basically all from the pro-Wink anti-Dable camp. Yes. And a lot of people just assume that it's just Wink who did the, the leaking and it was to smear Dable. So I think the Giants are set in changing everything every two years. I don't think they want to do it. And I, 
I do think there's a lot of support in the locker room for Brian Dable. I think maybe coaches don't love coaching with him, but I think players like playing for him. Um, but if it was the difference of, but Bill would come here, I think that would make the Maris pause. I really do. Now, before I go, yes, I need to know, Kling, how did you stay warm on the sidelines on Saturday? As my wife and I were watching the game, I'm like, you know, Kling's down the sidelines. She goes, you got to be kidding me. I go, no, he's, he's down he there. spent sixteen hundred dollars on boots. No, I did not buy oh. the fancy boots. No, it was it was every bit cold. Uh, the the if you didn't cover your face at that game, I don't know how you have a face this week. It was it was the winds were were awful. Um, but yeah, it was it was uh, not not all that fun. I'm. I'm Put it this way. There's going to be like 40 feet of snow and it's going to be like 25 in Buffalo. I'm like, that's cool. It sounds like it sounds like a heat wave. <laughs> I saw a video cling and it didn't even look real. It looked like a sci-fi film where a beer vendor took a bottle of water out of the refrigerated case. And oh, yeah. as he held it in yeah. regular air for 20 seconds, it froze over. Was water freezing within 30 seconds out there? Well, I'll tell you how and it is, be- right? And beers were freezing beers. before you could get through them. Yeah. 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 Like, I, I, I take the dog out at night because she won't go out unless somebody goes with her. So I go out there, and I got it like a can of club soda, right? And I put it down, and I went inside, went to the bathroom real fast, number one. Went back outside, and there were ice crystals in that oh, can yeah, of club soda, yeah. and I wasn't gone more than two minutes. No, it was it was it was really really bad. And so, how many layers did you have to go with? I lost track, but I look like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all, and, and all no of them. Effect. The answer was all of them. All of the layers <laughs> I owned. Did you did you feel numb later that night? The next morning, did you wake up with like a headache? Like, what is it like to spend that much time in that much cold weather? I didn't, but I think I had the, I think I had the right combination. But I mean, three hours was more than enough. Like, I don't think there was anybody on that sideline going, "Man, if this game could only go to overtime, we could see free football." <laughs> there was like clock can't count down any faster. I mean, it was everybody in the stadium was feeling that way too. I think it was like. Uh, there's a there's a toughness factor to sticking it out, but plenty of people left a tad bit early, and they shouldn't feel bad about it because it was awful. Oh my god, that's incredible! Wow, uh, I'm I'm proud of you. I, yeah. I thought you'd keel over. I yeah. did not think you had it. In you. <laughs> we thought you'd be dead. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it was awful. It was awful. So. Yeah. <laughs> Again, 25, 25 sounds great this weekend. It's just yeah, it really does. It really me. Does. 25 Buffalo. Yeah, and, Who doesn't want also, that? You didn't even get a great game. Like, if, if that was a thriller, nail-biter to the end, and you were like, you know what? The war story is I was on the sideline for the so-and-so game. You'd be like, oh, wow, that's pretty good. You were on the sideline for a 26-7 to game that was never in doubt. Not yeah. anybody in that stadium cared. They, nope. I think they liked it better that way. Because you can leave early, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, other than or, Josh. No, or <laughs> they better yeah. win this game. You're going to stay out here in the freezing cold for this long. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was absolutely fine. It was glorious. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right. Thanks, buddy. Okay, see you guys. That's DA, Mad Dog Sports Radio. Of course, 610 Sports Radio alum joining us here on 610 uh, Sports Radio. Do we have another bloody naked man? Sure seems that Besides way. Besides your guy? Sure seems that way. From back in the day? Yeah. All right, we'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. There was no... Keeping you awake starting at 6. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. 
610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Tell us it was fair. No love for my daddy because the coward wasn't there. He passed away and I didn't cry because my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. They say I'm wrong. You request the music on a way back Wednesday, 913 586 7610. Tupac to the front of the list when you're, uh, when you're making requests. Amen to that. Our buddy OG420, he's out rolling the dump truck, freezing his butt off, fixing water main brakes. What a little dear mama Tupac. Today. Give him anything he wants today. If you're out working in this today, you're the you're yep. the heroes yep. out there. We're inside. You guys are brave in this. I just this. had three Ooh. hours at a game once. Not like what you do every day. <laughs> no. What you did probably stunk in time, but yeah. I got times out of that it. by two plus another two hours. And I got out of these it. guys, what yes. they're doing out that's, there today. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so DA brought up a, a good point about the uh, about the Bills, which is much like we appraise the Chiefs for kind of honing in on what they do well. The Bills, to a certain extent, have done that as well. Like that was the perfect Josh Allen the other day. Yeah, it really was. Which yeah. was yeah. Don't force something that's not there. Don't try to make a spectacular play down the field. He took some checkdowns, right? Right. I know everybody. Every Chiefs fan was hoping he'd throw that red zone pick. We the were other all day, waiting right? for it. Everybody yeah. was wanting that. And what did he do? Checked it underneath, right? Which is a bad they, sign for and they, us. And they run in for a touchdown, right? Yeah. And then him running the football is such a weapon. It really is. Yep. And especially when you're going to fake going down and you don't well, go down, so you got to come across, deliver a blow, and knock we'll, him we'll down. We'll discuss that coming up too, yeah. but. Uh, he is really good at running the football. And I, I know I've said before, like, man, sometimes that's just not a sustainable thing for a quarterback, right? You're going to take lumps. But that dude's built for it. He is, yeah. He's you know a big I mean? dude, yeah. Like, he's just built for that game. There may be a time where he runs and and he he gets hurt doing this, but it's such a big dynamic of what he can do that others can't do. Right. Patrick's a very, very solid, I'll run when it's smart and I have to run. Fantastic at it. 
Josh Allen's like literally like, let's do student body right and you're block for me. Mm-hmm. I'm going. Right. And it's such an effective tool that you have to use it. And they have switched since you mentioned the offensive coordinator switch and got it got it back to like more of the things that make this offense successful. So the same can be said of, I think Buffalo in that regard, the chiefs that like they're playing some of their better offensive football now because they're playing the smart way that works for this particular team. Well, and I think one of the other things that uh, Buffalo has found is, is, is just much like we found Isaiah Pacheco. They found James cook and, and, and he's been, he's been spectacular yeah. in this back half of the season for them. I mean, you know, you, you tune into to red zone or you're watching the bills on national TV. Cause they're on much as the, the chiefs are these days. Right. And all of a sudden this James cook is running all over the place and running effectively and giving him a dimension. I don't really think they had or utilized in their offense while Ken Dorsey was their offensive coordinator. So after they dumped him and brought the new guy on board, now you're seeing more of an involvement of the running back and it's it's not a secret in football, Josh, that when you're a balanced offensive attack, no matter what team you are, you give yourself a better opportunity to win a game than if you're going out there and you're throwing the football or running the football at an 80% clip. Unbalanced teams don't normally win unless you're, you know, unless you have the the Tyree Kills and Travis Kelsey's and Patrick Mahomes where you can just go out there and throw the ball all over the yard because at that point in time you could out-athlete everybody on the field. But Buffalo has got more of a balanced attack, whether it's Josh Allen running or whether it's been, you know, James Cook running. And, And he's the guy that I look at right now that, I think that guy kind of scares me a little bit. I think he's a really good player. And I, I know we, we talked about, uh, you know, Achan last week and what we thought he was going to do and how he scared us. I have those same thoughts with James Cook now going into this game. The only thing is James Cook has really proven it in big-time situations, right? He's shown that he can step up and play big. Achan did not. The, the Chiefs shut him down last week, and so they have to have that same type of defensive game plan on James Cook, man. Eliminate that cat from the offense and then make it a one-dimensional game through the air. Now, I, now I will say it's it's not as quite one-dimensional because you do have the, you have the, the Josh Allen ability. dynamic right, as right, well. Right. But same, like, same concept. They're playing their best, I think, the Bills are probably playing their best offensive football when they're running the football, setting up yeah. the other stuff, much like the Chiefs are this year. Right. Absolutely. You know, same and thing. It's just they have probably the, the quarterback dynamic, which is a little bit different. And you know what else is an effective play I for I mean, their both quarterback power, doesn't that quarterback power scares you with this team? With Buffalo. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I think Josh Allen like, is a really I good mean, quarterback. He just runs so I mean, he's just so But you have to big. make sure you punish him. You yes. can't fall for the deeks. You can't fall for the fake that the Steelers did. You have to go out there, and, and if he's going to run the football, like Legereus Sneed, throat punch him, just like you did with Tyree Kill, right? Drop that guy down and make him feel the pain he of took running the football. of a loophole last week. Right. And I which hate Which was it. the fake slide. Mm-hmm. Well done. Way Very smart by him, yeah. But you can't, I think if you're a... Uh, a hitter, <laughs> you can't be afraid of. I know. I know you think it's going to warrant the flag. The NFL doesn't want you to do it. We protected the quarterback, or whatever. But you want to give up fifteen yards or a fifty-two yard touchdown, right? Run. Fifteen yard penalty at that point in time. Until he's on the ground, he is fair game. And you go I, like I, I watched that video way too much yesterday. 
And every time I watched it, I became more angry at the situation because if you want to, you know, talk about closing loopholes, we're all worried about the stupid tush push. That's a loophole right there that I think really does need to be closed in the NFL. And they should examine it after the season. And if you start an attempt and start to go in the motion of going down and start to begin to give yourself up, the play needs to be dead there. We can't allow Josh Allen now to all of a sudden go, oh, I've mastered the fake slide because the athletes on defense, the players on defense have all been coached and told for years now, do not hit the quarterback, do not hit the quarterback, do not hit the quarterback. And it was really, you know, an unbelievable uh, view to watch the Pittsburgh defense. Like, like they, they, the, the Pittsburgh defense almost looked to me like a parachute, you know, when the parachute goes up and it, and it, and it opens and it catches the air and it kind of just slows down. That's what the Pittsburgh defense looked like. It looked like they were coming out of the plane. They were skydiving toward Josh Allen. Then they pulled the parachute, and they all pulled back, and Josh Allen deked him and then ran 52 yards for a touchdown. That's a loophole that needs to be closed, and the competition committee needs to look at that and say, if you start to go down with the way that we have trained the defensive players over the years, you are down because it's not fair to the defense and it is a major competitive advantage that an offensive player is going to have. And so if Josh Allen starts to slide, a cost of doing business penalty may be in the offense. You got to hit him to make sure he's down. Yeah. Yeah. Not saying you're not saying spearing and injuring and no, none uh, of that. bounty gate no. and what have you, uh, but he's, you got to make sure he's on the ground, right? You have to make sure he's on the ground. You cannot allow him to fake you out because that could be the difference in winning and losing this game. That's how good Josh Allen is and credit to him for finding that out, right? Credit to Josh Allen for going here. I'm going to fake these guys out knowing it's going to work. Now the chiefs know that's a possibility and the chiefs have to understand if he is standing, he needs to be hit. Yes. Make sure you are on the ground and done. Uh, there was a day where you had to deal with a bloody naked man. In That's your right. I did. Some, I don't know, 12 years ago now, 13 years ago, probably. You couldn't get out of your neighborhood. Alex drove for the first time. It was first time Alex ever drove, and it was your car. Alex Gold drove for the first time. Yeah. Didn't tell me that when I threw him the keys. Yeah, neither, neither here nor he was that. in college and never driven. That's correct. Okay, did little, not know that. Right. Wow. I said, "Can you go pick up Bob? He's stuck in his neighborhood. There's something involving a naked bloody man." Mm-hmm. Police said the neighborhood cordoned off, couldn't get out, wouldn't let your car out. Right, Alex, go get go get Bob. Throw him the keys. He says, "Oh, okay." Takes off driving. Little do I know, he's never driven before. <laughs> right. So he's got the keys to the Jeep. Yeah, he did He did a great job. Yeah. Did, a, did a wonderful job. But what had happened is there was a guy who had a bad trip, you know, and was running up and down the block, bashing his head through windows of houses. Ours happened to be one of them. Doesn't we were happen living, every day. We were living at 59th and Kenwood back in the day. And so he was running up. Doesn't happen every day. And his old lady neighbor was chasing him. He's a good boy. Leave him alone. But at four in the morning, when somebody comes barreling through your window naked and bloody, you tend to be a little scared, right? And my wife tells the story probably better than me because I was in the shower at the time. And she heard the noise of, help me, help me. And she's like, oh, my God, did you burn your hand on the coffee pot? Like, what's going on? 
come to realize, uh, he's in the shower. What's going on here? And it was this bloody naked man. Again, about 27 years old, uh, had a bad trip, came back the next day and apologized for bashing out our windows and leaving blood all over the place. But he he's lucky to be alive because the police officers tased him like eight times and he wouldn't go down and they go, we're prepared to drop him. I'm like, oh my God. Like he was biting and spitting on police officers. Like it was a bad scene outside the house. And so they finally got him tased and under control and then he came back the next day and apologized i said look everybody has a bad night you've got to handle these things better and so we've moved about our day right so this story pops yesterday shockingly another 27 year old in pennsylvania uh was nude and jumped through his neighbor's window shattering the glass window pane to get inside the home i can see getting out the getting in is strange like, if he was in the some neighbor's house for some reason naked and needed to jump out. Right. The story reads to gain entry into the house. Right. So he made a conscious decision naked to jump through a window to get into not his house. How else would you do it? <laughs> Clothed. <laughs> and through the front door. Right. But that's just me. Uh, that's you know? just you. That's just me. Yeah. Wow. So the the window shattered. He was lying on the ground naked and was yelling and staring at the people saying, I'm going to kill you. Like, we never had that situation happen where this guy threatened us or anything. But when you have a one and a two-year-old at the time um, and your wife's downstairs with a bat that was autographed by everybody she worked with at the Royals back in the day and I'm up in the shower. The same bat. It's a very scary the, situation. Went after the bat with the shovel? Get the uh, shovel! No, no, different bat. No, different, Di- different bat, yeah. 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 So bad day, bad day for this uh, this gent. Yeah, really bad day. So he's out of prison, fifteen thousand dollar bail while he relate, uh, waits his preliminary hearing. Hmm. I don't. We didn't press any charges against our guy. I forget what his name was. It was Phil, I think. You know, I'm not going to say his name, but it was definitely Phil because somebody just texted in the Casey naked man was my buddy Phil. No, you're 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 hundred percent right. The eight one six. That's the guy. You texted his name and I did the math. Oh, yes. That, yep. His name was, yeah. I'm like, no, it was Philip. Phil is short for Philip. Yep. You got it. Phil McCracken? Yep. And the, uh, he, he texted. He goes, my other friend was supposed to be babysitting his trip, but obviously did a bad job. <laughs> you need to watch him, please. <laughs> right. <laughs> bad job by you. Need to watch him. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You need to watch McCracken. That's right. Jason Kelsey. In his own words, think he's done? Maybe not done? Maybe he plays again to piss off Schefter. <laughs> we'll discuss next. Hey, this is Trey Smith. We'll go with my guy Bob Fesco in the morning starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
Wednesday, 913-586-7610. Along with Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, B-Dub, producing and our musical director taking your requests on a way back Wednesday. Include your name so that you get the credit. It's coming from a JT in Manhattan. Won a little sandstorm this morning. Hmm, I thought it was going to be from like Willie. Yeah, I didn't know. We had more dudes than they did today. They did. They did. You had more dudes, Jerome Tang. K-State knocked off Baylor in OT last night. Oh, yeah, there you win. go, K-State. Hey, they we win. just got a, a tweet. Remember the trophy guy who was at the parade? He's a he's a guy that runs a bar up in Buffalo, that Chiefs bar up in Buffalo. So you guys better stop there if the snow doesn't uh, uh, take you away from, you know, being able to get to uh, to Buffalo. But the, the the trophy guy who had the trophy at the parade, yeah, got yeah. his picture with Mahomes yep. and was on the show right after the parade. Uh, he has, he's got a uh, a place in, uh, in, in Buffalo. That's right. Um, I, I, I forget what the name of it is, actually. If anybody knows, let us know. But that's where everybody should go Casey's in Blackrock. Is that what it is? Blackrock? So. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Yes. Let's say Chief. Chief's Casey's Blackrock. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there it is. Bar like, made famous like, for lending Patrick Mahomes the Lombardi Casey, trophy. Yeah. But Casey's. Casey's. Yeah. C A, like the pizza place. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so make sure you guys get there if you're going up to Buffalo this weekend. There you go. I love that guy. We should get him on the show again this week. He was fun to talk to. He had that thick accent, right? Bar owner in Buffalo. Let's go. Did we have to go through somebody? No. Yeah, we had to go through like two people. I believe so. They handed the phone, remember? Yeah, it they was the in phone. the back door the phone. in the whole night. Oh, yeah. that's right. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. Yeah. some steps. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I do remember that now. Get him on I the show. I do remember that. Come to think of it. Yeah. Uh, Jason Kelsey uh, speaks today. The New Heights podcast is now out. And you remember the Schefter report that said... Uh, Jason Kelsey told his teammates after the the playoff loss that he, this was it. Um, he might have done that. We don't know. <laughs> it seems though that wasn't on his own terms. At least that the information yeah. got out. This is Jason Kelsey on retirement in his own words. You know, Nick kind of gave me an opportunity to talk. I didn't announce what I was doing on purpose, despite I guess what's been leaked to the. Media, I just don't think you're in a position after a game like that to really make that decision. I just don't. There's too much emotion in the moment to really fully grasp that decision. I'm not trying to be dramatic and continue to draw this thing out. I'm really not. It's just something that I think, uh, you know, when it's time to officially announce, you know, what's happening in the future, it'll be done in a, in, in a way that's, you know, definitive and pays respect to a lot of people and uh, individuals that have meant a lot to me and has led to the career I've had. You know, I don't think that it would be uh, respectful or even accurate uh, to be able to do that right after a game like that. Yeah. But I did address the team and pretty much said the same thing that I just said to you, which is, you know, I got belief in every single one of you guys, you know, cherish the moment you have in this league. A lot of guys like, you know, if that is your last game, I feel sorry for you. And I'm like, yo, don't feel sorry for me, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Hell they, yeah, man. They got a little emotional. Yeah. Yeah, got choked up. Yeah. So, so maybe it is, you know. The, maybe uh, it right? is. Yeah. And it wasn't quite on his own terms and. 
it'll come on his own terms. Or, you know, maybe he spites. I mean, he came back for a keg of beer that one year. That's right. Remember? Yeah. They bought him off the keg of beer. That Maybe he comes back now to just thumb his nose at Schefter. Yeah. Well, that that's the thing. Somebody texted that in, and I had said to you during break, I said, maybe he should just play another year to tick off Adam Schefter for going out there and getting that story. Mitchell Schwartz was pretty ticked off on X yesterday about the fact that Schefter released that story. He's like, dude, this guy deserves the opportunity to do it himself. And I look, I see both sides. These, these guys that are the insiders for any sport are like, you know, buzzards flying over the dead carcass. They're waiting to just swoop down there and get that story and, and, and run with it. They don't care. I don't think there's a lot of sympathetic feelings for these guys. They got to get the story. That's their job to do that. And, you know, Jason probably shouldn't have told his teammates or given them the impression that he was doing the retirement thing. And so once you tell 53 players that, well, you know, the game of telephone takes off and, and that's where it's at. I'd, I'd like to see Jason Kelsey have that opportunity to do it on his own. But I would also like to see Jason Kelsey say, you know what? I'm going to do this one more year. And you know what I'm going to do one more year because you released it early. So now I want to be like Tom Brady and do kind of like a spite retirement and not retire and come back for one more year. And I know there's some fans who would love to bring him here to Kansas City. And we kind of talked about it on the air yesterday. Be very easy to buy. Creed to guard and then Joe Tooney out the left tackle. And now you got yourself a center. Let's roll. <laughs> Let's roll. That'd be all right. I mean, doesn't your offensive line get better when yeah, you do that? Yeah, you yeah. know, and but the thing is with athletes and with anybody in life, no matter what the situation, once you've made up your mind that you're done, it's really hard to change that and to get back in that yep. mindset. Yep. And so if he's made up his mind that he's done, he's already been pre- preparing for an off season where I'm not lifting a weight. I'm probably going to get fat. I'm probably going to enjoy myself a hell of a lot, vacations, all that kind of stuff, and just decompress from, you know, playing a dozen years in the NFL. I think it would be very hard, especially for an offensive lineman like that, to kind of just reverse course and say, nah, you know what? I think I'm going to play again. Like once you have your mind made up and have decided that in your mind, you got to stick with your gut feeling. But I, I think players are also on the mindset when they get a little bit older too. It's like, all right, I'm not going to make this decision in the moment. Right. We're going to stop. I'm going to take a breath. I'm going to take a week or two and then see what my body feels like, you know, yeah. like if I'm ready to go, like, oh, I got to get back out there. And you have Tom Brady on the beach doing his little video. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, uh, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be grudging, but he thought this was it. And then was like, well, you know what? I rested for like a week. Ugh. I feel much I, I better. Feel like I want to yeah. get back in the, I want to get back out there and, and try this again. We'll see. Right. He's going to have whatever opportunity he wants to. So it's, and I, it's look, be interesting. I, I don't know what his relationship is with Nick Sirianni, but Sirianni was the guy who bought him that keg of beer to come back. And that was after that opening press conference where Sirianni fumbled all over the place. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so he gave him that keg, brought him back in, did the right thing at the beginning, went to the the, the heart and soul of that team and made friends with him. So I, I look, I don't know what his relationship is with Nick Sirianni at all. I'm not going to pretend to know what his relationship is with Nick Sirianni. But if he likes Nick Sirianni and Nick staying, maybe he decides to come back or, you know, maybe he just decides, I don't care who the coach is. I'm just done. I'm, and, and there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. He's yeah. all a famed Super Bowl champion. Yeah. And he's kind of making the rounds today, too. There was a picture of him that's going around now. Yeah, that, McDonald's. That he showed up at McDonald's and gave the, gave the person at the drive-thru window must must gave her like an autographed Kelsey jersey and he's like he's like in the car yeah. in the drive through window smiling. So I'm like, okay, is he kind of saying his farewells around town too? Like I'm Is gonna, he gonna leave Philly? I'm no, but I mean just kind of like saying thanks or whatever. I don't I don't know the background. It almost made it look like 
probably stops at those McDonald's every day and the same person waits on him. She's a big fan, so he stopped and gave her an autographed jersey, kind of one of those things. Which is shocking. Somebody has stayed at McDonald's that long when you can't, nobody wants to work. I mean, you know, so he's, she's, she's a regular worker. He's a regular customer. So you kind of wonder, like, is he kind of making the, the tour a little bit here too. But I, I feel like that's something you do with the other old men. Once you retire, you just go in at like nine and bring her the jersey. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't want to get up early anymore for you, but here's, I'm not here's saying he, you yet. know, he bolts Philadelphia. Maybe that's his forever home. I don't know, but right. um, you know, if he's going to work for Amazon next year, then it might be a little weird. Yeah, so it might be a little, might tough, be a little yeah. harder to commute to Philadelphia. I don't know. Yeah, That's what? one of the rumblings. Like it'd be just a natural to slide him. Oh, in. Duh. oh my God, Josh. I'm thinking like, like he's gonna, booth. cause he's retiring. He's going to go be an Amazon delivery driver. Oh my God. I didn't even well, no, think that'd of the, be great. I, I didn't even think that'd of the great. Broadcast. I was thinking the I'm broadcast. Think, oh group. my God. You're right. My bad. I'm thinking <laughs> he's going to drive an Amazon truck. That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of Jason right? Kelsey. Right, I would right. think I mean, like, Oh yeah, it makes sense. He's going to deliver packages. Right. Just to, just just you to know. do something, yeah, get out of the house. Something. Yeah. Sounds great. Oh, I thought that's where you were Sounds going relaxing. with that. No, I totally no, no, no. forgot about the Amazon he, TV he, thing. Then he jumps on the yeah. the, uh, on the, uh, the broadcast and does, you know, does that. Right. Once a week. Forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you know he's going to be. Maybe he'll replace Romo. Amazon feels like the fit because he did the, the show for Amazon. Right. And then they brought him in to promote that show. Remember in that game in Chicago? Uh-huh. And he kind of like hung out there for a while kind of a cameo and i'm like did a little tryout this yeah. feels like it feels like it was an audition or that he just wouldn't leave maybe you know? maybe he was the guest that sir leave. you need we'll to go see. we'll see so he's either in or he's out i don't know i think mm-hmm. he's probably out but he wants to kind of do it on his own terms yeah, and, and, and that's wanna, fair and didn't want to have the spotlight of we lost the game and we're out of the playoffs to overshadow it right so that's fine and he's saving Nick Sirianni from the headlines at the moment. At the too. moment, yeah. Continues to do that. If you missed any of the show today, you can catch up anytime, 610sports.com or the Odyssey app. That'll do it for us. Cody and Gold, they come your way next on 610 Sports Radio. Talk to you later. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.